And it's Monday afternoon. Welcome along to the program and well done to the Crusaders rugby side over the weekend. Won the Super Rugby. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah. I loved at the end of the game, Scott Robertson there, their coach doing his break dancing. Oh, I love that. It's like Dad has had a few beersies <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's do this. But I feel like that's also why the Crusaders have won two years in a row is because they know if they win, then Scott will do like a sweet break. But I don't he's probably routine. like, please don't win, guys. I don't really don't want to do yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, the older he gets, the more chances of injury. Isn't he? He's going to pull a hamstring or something at some stage. For sure. Well, he's got to, you know, he's got to stand out. I mean, it's hard to stand out when you've got hotties like Ryan Crotty in there, Don't, isn't there? Ryan oh. Hottie, as I like to call him. My, my uncle, we were at a wedding. My uncle dolphin dives, and uh, he didn't land on his hands. He caught. He sort of caught the floor with his face. Oh. Horrific end oh. to the evening. Oh, there was blood pouring out down his, like, white shirt. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's what happens. Old dudes, old white dudes just generally should not take any okay. risks on the dance floor. Please wrap up this yum before I vomit before the show even starts. Uh, this afternoon on the show, we've got Bay Dreams to give away at 4 o'clock. But next on the show, uh, Jono, um, your son, he's got some enemies. He says, and they better watch out, okay? Because he's, he, he's going to teach you something that you can do to your enemies as well, okay? <laughs> okay. Punch him in the... No, no, what, what, oh. no, no. Worse. Do a dolphin wow, dive on a, okay. on a wedding floor? <laughs> we'll find out what it is next. It is The Edge, Jono, Ben and Sharon. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Jono, uh, your son, is, well, he's got some enemies? He's yeah, got- Oscar, well, I, was, uh, I saw him reading a book uh, over the weekend, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm learning to uh, how to shrink uh, my enemies' heads whenever, <laughs> that, whenever that's required. How does he do that? Well, he's discovered there was a tribe many years ago in Africa and uh, they would uh, behead their enemies and uh, then shrink the heads into a little palm-sized sort of head. Oh, that's... that's oh, that, that's like an old torture thing, right? Yeah, I saw it at Ripley's Believe It or Not. Well, if you want to if you want to know how to do it, here's the blow-by-blow account. Mm. Back in the day, the tribes of the enemies, they used to shrink their heads. We got this book, and it shows you how to shrink a head... How to shrink a head. One, remove the skull from the rest of the body. Two, make an incision from the neck to the top of the head. Peel the skin back and remove the cranium. Hold the head upside down and fill it with hot rocks and sand. Boil the head in water. (laughs) This is horrific. (laughs) Boil the head in water containing herbs and tannins. Decorate with beads and feathers and beetle wings. That's how you shrink a head. Yeah, it's true. I don't how know if how be... horrific how is that? How did you even find that? <laughs> it's like, peel the skin back, pour the hot rocks in. It's, like, what are you reading? It's like a recipe book for... Yeah, <laughs> wait, uh, who, is he on your phone? Like, how did he even find this information? It was just a book he got at the library. Wow. I don't know what it's doing in the library, but I am scared to tell him to go to bed now. <laughs> that is crazy. So, have you noticed any rocks in your house? Is he preparing to shrink your head? Well, he's getting the decorations ready, the feathers and stuff like that. So, something, oh some dark stuff's about to happen, guys. Oh my God. I, I, you better hope he doesn't teach me. I'll be shrinking your Ben's tiny, tiny little mouth. Yeah. It's like you've already started on Ben's head. That's what happened. Shivers. <laughs> I'll, shrink, I'll shrink your head to match the size of your tiny, tiny little mouth, Ben. Aww. And the rest of my tiny, tiny body. We can just have him sitting up on the desk here like a cute little <laughs> like those little bobble heads in the car he can be a little pocket rocket <laughs> that'll be cute uh, well thank you Jono for that um, fantastic piece of information hey no worries guys <laughs> just thought we'd start the show with that Jono, Ben and Sharon The Edge time for dog chat with Shaz woof woof woofity woof 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 that's for all the dogs listening so they can prick their ears up and be like oh that's a little segment about me I'm going to watch it I thought you were going to do the whole break like a dog <laughs> I was like, like well oh, this gosh. is meta we didn't talk this one through <laughs> 
Well, I would just like to have a little moment where we appreciate our dogs and, like, funny things that dogs do. And I know what you think. You're like, oh, my God, Sharon, have I flicked to more FM? No, you haven't. We're talking about cool things dogs do because happening overseas yeah, right now. Yeah, because over there they talk about. They'll be talking about how you like to rub your dog on its tummy. Not about the wacky stuff that it does. <laughs> Woofity woof, let's get into it. Overseas right now, there is a surfing competition for dogs. There are bulldogs, border collies, Labradors, Jack Russells getting on their surfboards and surfing like it's surf time. And I thought, wow, we, my dog could not do that. And so I Googled what cool stuff that dogs do. There is this dog. Well, let's be honest. Surfing dogs, they look impressive every time you see them on the news. You're like, oh, well, there's a surfing dog. It's incredible balance. There's a human who's done all the heavy lifting to get the dog to that point. Like the dog hasn't yeah, paddled out there, hasn't caught the wave. Like the, the humans held the board. The yeah, dog's just the dog yeah. has done a good job of just standing. Have there, you ever surfed though? It is so hard not to fall off, and they've got four legs. Oh, four legs? You think would be easier? Okay, guys. Centre of gravity. Guys. Their lower centre of gravity as well. Hey. Back off, okay? These dogs are surfing. Anyway, so I googled cool things dogs do and I found this dog in Colombia and you can see it on our Facebook or our Instagram page. There is this dog that would sit outside this cookie shop in Colombia and people would go in and they'd pay their money and then they'd get a cookie. And this dog's sitting there going like, oh, how do these guys get neck cookies? I want a cookie. So the Great dog... Great dog impersonation too. ...walks on over to a tree and he goes, oh, I'm going to take this leaf. So he picks up the leaf, goes over, takes the leaf up to the cookie shop and he's like, can I have a cookie please? Here's my leaf. And they realise that the dog thought that the leaf was money so every day this dog in Colombia takes a leaf to this cookie shop and they give him a cookie and he thinks he's paying for it with a leaf. Oh, that's pretty cute. <laughs> money grows on trees. <laughs> Literally. So They've told cute. us our whole lives it doesn't. <laughs> so I thought this afternoon in honour of these awesome dogs let's find out the cool stuff your dog's doing. 0800 the edge. Text at 3343. My dog does the moonwalk. I'll whack it on our Facebook page. But what does your dog do? I don't think your dog's doing the moonwalk. You showed us the video. No, and looks our like he's rubbing uh, stuff on the no, carpet. No, she's yeah. doing the moonwalk. She's reverse rubbing a very... Okay, Jono, what's your dog do? He's dead, mate. Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> my dog's a shambles. My dog doesn't really do anything. He's a lovely dog. I love him, but yeah. Oh, although he did, um, when my um, my niece was crawling, he did think that was quite good for sort of... He kind yeah. of mounted. <laughs> when he was a puppy. Okay, well, let's not get any of those stories. Let's get cool stuff that dogs are doing. Oh, 800 The Edge. Text at 3343. We're better than this, aren't we? Turn it down, Carl. You can't talk about dogs without having the anthem of the dogs. Yeah, buddy, didn't let the dogs out. No one found out, did they? No one found out, Someone (laughs) was not paying attention. The gate was left unlocked. You wouldn't want to claim it, though. It became an international smash hit. You'd be like, oh, God. Do you know what, though? I reckon the dogs let them out because dogs are more clever than we give them credit for. Example number one, right now overseas, there is a dog surfing competition on. What? Woof, woof. And then there's a dog in Colombia that takes its own leaf to a cookie shop every day and gets himself a cookie. Double woof. Do you think if you went to that shop, you'd just be able to bring a leaf along now and go, well, you let the dog You let the dog, yeah, why does the dog get special treatment? If you're a cute dog, maybe. 2018. You ain't getting nothing. But we want to know this afternoon, what is the awesome thing that your dog does? Sasha? Um, he begs for food whenever I'm eating it, and he also does, like, he's the cool trick. Okay, tell us the cool tricks. So the begging thing's just a standard dog <laughs> thing. Just being a dog? Yeah. yeah, that's just dog behaviour. He spins around. Um, he does a panda move that we taught him. He sits, he stands up. He, he lies, plays dead, lies down. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, well, there's, yeah, there's some okay good. tricks. I mean, yeah. they're not winning. They're not. They're not getting my votes, or they're not going through to no. Hollywood if, if this What's is America. Move? Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like that. Was, I, I think just lying Chew there. Chew on bamboo and be yeah. endangered. I don't know, Charlie. <laughs> Wait to be killed. <laughs> what? Whoa. Pandas. Sad, they're, they're, to the, they're, sad to the pandas. They're endangered. Yeah, yeah endangered. Oh. I always get emails about save the pandas. Didn't you pay money for a while? Yeah, I was saving pandas for a bloody good year and a half. <laughs> yeah, now they're dying again because you stopped yeah. saving them. We've got Charlie. I'm sucking 20 bucks in my bank account. Direct debit, baby. Charlie's on 0800 <laughs> The Edge. Charlie, what's the cool trick that your dog does? Well, um, it's not really a trick, but oh. he is a white little fluff ball. Um, and he attacks chickens. He scratched okay. a... Um, okay, so, okay. so you've got a, just, a dog that kills chickens? I mean, that's the best we've got so far. I feel like nobody has understood the phone topic. The phone topic was very clear. It was what is the awesome stuff that your dog does. Like maybe your dog goes to the fridge and can get you out of beer and yes, bring it to you. Yes, you know, like that's a dog thing. that's doing a surf competition, for goodness sakes. And Jordan, please save this segment. What is the awesome thing that your dog's doing? Uh, he's pretty smart. He uh, likes to eat poo. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> okay. no, but, you know, Look, in hindsight... All I wanted to do was a dog segment <laughs> yeah. of cool yeah. And you know what I found out? That apart from my moonwalking dog, the only cool things that dogs do are happening overseas. So Your on, dog's not moonwalking. On that note... Your dog is just dragging its bits and pieces across the carpet, carpet because yeah. it's Don't irritating. Don't shame my dog. On that Your note, do- <laughs> I would like to end this on... It's a lot of effort to train a dog to do some cool stuff. Try and save the segment. Okay, Jono, it's yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. 60 seconds to find each of us throw out a ludicrous scenario and see if anyone listening can call us on 0800 The Edge and has it happened to them? Okay, I'm going to kick it off today. Uh, I'm going to try and breathe some life into the dead dog that was Sharon's last segment. Mm. Okay, I'm, hey, Sharon, I'm going to try and save you here, mate. Can try and save you. No, it's not. No one's going to call though, Jono, because okay. nobody called before. Why would they call now? Okay, sixty seconds to find anyone who has a dog that can do a cool trick. Oh, if you okay. get something, I am going to be livid. That's it. I'm talking. We're talking about livid. skateboarding dogs, bike riding dogs, backflipping dogs, space traveling dogs. Yeah, that's what we were talking about five minutes ago. Talking Jonathan. dogs, singing dogs, anything yeah. at all. Okay. okay. I've got Let's something. just see if this got more cut through. Sharon. Okay, so what I'm looking for is somebody who went to a city and then got asked to do a job by, like, an evil guy and then found a mystery desert and then found a lamp which had a genie inside it and had magic carpet. Has like anyone been on a magic carpet? <laughs> So okay. magic carpet is what you Mag- want to do. I want to see anyone that has been on a magic carpet after being on a dark journey in an underground cave. That's what I call my precious parts. The magic carpet. Ben. Okay. okay well, a lady in Australia, um, a big fan of Kmart. Like, I love Kmart as well. I love going there at night. So open to the night. Ben goes to the gym at 11.30 at night and goes shopping at Kmart well, at 10.30. Like Kmart. It's great. Sounds like that cover story is getting longer. <laughs> so uh, a lady in Australia loves Kmart. has got a Kmart tattoo. What? Actual Kmart tattoo. Just not just because she's a fan. Um, so I thought, oh, under That's the edge, weird. have you got a tattoo of a, um, a business, uh, the actual name of a business on your body? I remember we used to work at The Rock, and uh, some guy uh, tattooed The Rock on his chin. Chin? Chin. That is foul. Mike Peru's got the Edge logo on his bum. 
Oh, well, I accept a call from Mike Prue then. Okay. Okay. We'll text him for you. You've got Astrid S on your right hand uh, sheet. Hey, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm, I'd love okay. to know. 0800 at the edge is the phone number. Okay. You've got Helen Steins across your uh, Someone actually did that shoulders. once. We went to um, the Helen Steins function and they did a scavenger hunt and there was extra points for a tattoo. Um, and someone got a tattoo at the Helen Stein Brothers. They then got fired the next yeah, day. I was going to say, you wouldn't want to get unfeeling. They dismissed. now work at Barker's. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they don't. Okay, <laughs> start the timer, Carl. Here we go. 60 seconds to find cool dog tricks. Uh, Sharon Casey's plot to the magic carpet or uh, Ben wanting to know if you've got a company name tattooed on you. Edge, hello. What story can you follow through on? Sounds like a magic carpet to me. It sounds like they're on it now. I'm on it now, guys. <laughs> I'm on a magic carpet. Is that Ty? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, what was your one? What story are you ringing up for? Um, the dog. Special dog tricks. Okay, what have you got? Well, my dog's a bit of an escape artist, Dave. Like, he can get out of the house, out of the, out of the yard, no matter how hard we try to lock him in to try and stop him from roaming the streets, but he still managed to get his way out. Okay, an escape dog. Okay, an escape dog. I mean, it's okay. That's You're not taking not him it. on? You're not taking him on? I'm not taking him on that. We'll That's just go to the next it. caller. Dushan, what is it for you? What story are you ringing up for in 60 seconds to find? Hey. 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 What story are you ringing up for? Magic carpet, right? Tattoo I'm ringing up for the tattoo. Tattoo of the business. Oh, yeah, what do you got? I've got the warehouse on my face. Ah, uh, too late, mate. Been you got win. the warehouse on your face? Yeah. Douche on. <laughs> Is that your name, Douche on? Yeah, that's my name. Have you really? I feel like you're trolling us here, surely. Nah, certainly. You want me to send you in a pack? Yes. yes. You got the warehouse on your face. Whereabouts? What's under my eye? Why? It's where everyone gets a bargain, baby. Yeah, I love the warehouse too. You know? Okay, well, can you please send a picture of that to our producer so we can put it on our Instagram page? Because I need to see to believe that. I sure can. All right, you okay. wait there, babe. So yeah, hold the line. We'll, um... we'll find something else for you too for your travels, oh, all right? Can't believe that Ben won. Oh, what? Yeah. I really thought I had it in the bag with Magic Carpet Ride. Oh, we're getting line four. Line four. People are holding up four fingers. Devin, what's up? Oh, you were saying it's four minutes. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, love your work, mate, but we've run out of time. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Time to take an issue from the people to the people. It is the People's Court. These are the cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. This is the People's Court. Okay, today a bit of a personal one. Uh, the three oh, of just, us. I've just got the defendant to walk in. Benjamin Ross Boyce, Sharon, Marianne Lynn Casey, and Jonathan Aloysius Pryor. And here he is, <laughs> Bringing the defendant in this afternoon. The defendant, Ricky Bannister, oh. our social media guru. <laughs> He's looking in very unsure Social of what's going media on. guru to the afternoon show. And we thought We friend. work with this guy every day. We thought he was our friend. Yeah. Our friend? <laughs> no, Are we? This is the case of, oh, okay, mofo, you had a party on the weekend and none of us were invited. Sharon, take it away. Thank you, Jonathan. On Friday, it was Ricky's birthday. Happy birthday, Ricky. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. I think I offered my congratulations on the day as well. <laughs> yes. I think we all did. And Ricky, we celebrated his birthday. We treated him like a king on his birthday. When we left I work on feet. Friday, we left work on Friday, I looked Ricky dead in the eye and I said, hey, Ricky, what do you got planned for your big night of your birthday? He said, oh, not much. I was like, you're going to get drunk? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. I went home by myself, sat on my couch, texting Jono and Ben, who are also at home on their couches with nothing to do. Yeah. The power was out in my house. I was just sitting by a lonely candle. <laughs> <laughs> when I looked onto Instagram on. and saw not one, not two, 
not four, but five different people from work's Instagram stories <laughs> from where, where you are. Where were they? Where are they? Ricky Bannister's birthday <laughs> party. No, oh, no. Now, what do you have to say for yourself, defendant? Look, I asked Tyson if he wanted to come. He no, was no, meant to no. relay the message. Don't you bring my baby into this. You didn't invite none of us to your birthday. You didn't, none you of didn't us. invite none of us. You contacted none of us. None of us. Now, on the back of Bex from the promo department not inviting us to her oh, birthday party. Oh, she invited party. us, but not you. No, she fun. didn't invite you. So, like, what's up? Well, it's the same case. I invited them. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. I've already checked. Well, Ricky's looking flustered. He's looking flustered. Um, so, what's up? What's up, Ricky? What's wrong with us? No, it was um, it was like a real last minute thing. Didn't look that last minute. There was about twenty people there. Kind of. It looked like there was a booking made. Maybe okay. it was a kind of last minute thing. Okay, last minute, as in planned two weeks ago. Uh, kind of last minute thing. Look, I'm going to help Ricky out. As his lawyer here, it was hey, it was a surprise you, party what? he didn't know about. Okay. Ben. Ben. <laughs> What, well, what I just feel sorry mate? for Ricky. Yeah, that's that's so yeah, that's that's don't feel sorry party. for him. He left us out of his birthday party. I'm trying to get invited to next year's one, guys. He's playing the long game. <laughs> so, uh, Ricky, the question you want to throw out to the people's court today okay. is: uh, Should we have been invited to Ricky's birthday? Considering that you know we work together every day, and you work on our show, we're a close knit family. You come to our pre-show meetings. <laughs> now you can you can pitch your case. You know? We won't be offended. Um. Look, I don't have much of a case to it. <laughs> you could have been invited. Um, you weren't in the end. I feel sorry about it now since we're talking about it. Um, so in, in the situation right now, I wish I did invite you. If we could go back a couple of days. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you're the social media guru and I'm not liking this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> this is down. getting a real hold the like button down, angry face from me. Uh, oh, and over the edge is the phone <laughs> number. Sorry, uh, hello, Don't really. say sorry to him, Johnny. I feel, I feel bad, he's been Don't ambushed. Don't back out. Andrew's on 0800 The Edge, your jury member number one this afternoon. What's your thoughts for the People's Court? Uh, I, I think he was probably right not to invite you guys. I mean, <laughs> Get rid of Andrew. Hang, hang up no, on Andrew. Look, look, hear me out, hear me out. You guys are just superstars, right? So inviting you to any party is going to shift the limelight off poor Ricky onto you guys. So I think he was justified. Andrew, Don't hang up on Andrew. Let Andrew keep talking. <laughs> that, that is not true. He should have invited us purely for the fact that we always, well, Ben and I always buy tequila shots and Jono sits in the corner with his bottle, <laughs> repeated of endless bottles of Heineken. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, but you probably dominate the conversation. You know, old Auntie Shazza gets out her baby photos. and yeah. Okay, Andrew. That's not what happens. Okay? That's not what happens. Uh, Thank you, like Andrew. Juror number one, he's really pandered to our fragile hey, egos. He just? Hey, Kenneth, welcome to the show. Jury member uh, number two this afternoon. What do you think? Actually, before I tell you what I think, I need to ask you guys a question. Okay. What is it? Other than the work event, other than any kind of work event, mm-hmm. have you guys ever hung out before? No. That's a very good no, point. No, we haven't. We haven't. We've hung out at work, at, when you're right, at work events like Edge Fest and stuff, but not, not. I think I've been to something that Ricky's at before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think. I saw him in the kitchen once. I went to the chain yeah. smokers with Ricky. It was a bad part yeah, of the yeah, big yeah. group. Yeah, yeah, you guys went to a concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was kind of a work. Yeah, group okay, thing. fine. It probably yeah. is just a work. Okay. Thing. but you still have your work family. You know, like yeah. I get. You, you, you. That's a good point. Shut to be up, honest, Kenneth, to be honest if one of us was stuck in a car with Ricky, the conversation, would it be free-flowing? Yes. <laughs> would it? 
It would be for, I've been stuck in a car with Ricky. We talked the whole yeah, way. Yeah, because you do all the talking. <laughs> so, I actually made Ricky sing Celine Dion real loud in a car ride to Hamilton because I didn't believe that he talked. And that's so why quiet. we weren't invited to. <laughs> Sharon basically bullied Ricky all the way to Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is on 0800 The Edge. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I reckon you should have been invited, eh? Should have been invited. Yeah, That's right, Jess. You. Well, mind you, that was only one out of three. <laughs> I just learned how to floss. That could have happened at the party. Yeah. You know, could have been a good time. I just flossed my teeth for the first time. <laughs> I had good hot oral hygiene. I was ready to party. <laughs> Mitch, what do you think? Hey, did, did you guys get him any gifts by any Oh, no, that's a good point. We, we, we would have gift? if we'd gone to the party, though, right, guys? You know? Yeah, if, we'd, if we're yeah. going to the party, I definitely yeah. want to go to a gift. I mean, I got Bex in the promo department a, a gift, and she didn't invite me to her birthday party. Perhaps he's bitter, the fact of the lack of gift department. Yeah, maybe. He likes social media. We can send him a gift. Do you know what I've just, just realised, like guys? I think we're bad birthday guests because that's two birthdays in two a row. Right. I think we are, maybe. Do you know what? I think we've all been brought down by John and not coming to work functions. <laughs> hey, it's my thing. It's his thing. It's tradition. <laughs> it's my thing. That's what I'm known in love for. Yeah, we've not got, turning up to stuff. We have got nobody to blame here but Jono. Hey, play this it. is all Jono's fault. Pin it on me because I'm never going to be at the party anyway. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Get the sexy music, Carl. It's all good. Yeah. Carl's a bit fumbly too in other situations, but it's all right. Oh, God. We've got the sexy music on, Ben, because oh, what is this, John and I have found something. We looked through your bag, mate. <laughs> okay, Sorry, yeah. I know this is really an invasion <laughs> yeah. of personal... As long as it's for a radio, a wacky radio, but then it's fine. No, it's, no. It's not called theft. <laughs> yeah. We're on a quest to find out what's in your garage, because we are convinced that it's a sex you are convinced this, but it's not, that's not the case. Well, it's just a very boring garage. A dungeon have, or a grow room, we haven't decided. <laughs> we have found a little white box with a very weird thing inside oh, it. Oh, I know what that is, but yes, it's not anything. It's nothing. Well, let's see, because we believe that it's from your dungeon, and we believe no, it's, it's not, a I was gonna, detector no. of things that are a bit hard. <laughs> a detector of romance. No, it's not. A romance detector. No, we found this thing and I don't know what it does but it's a little black box. I think you attach it to a car battery which is also attached to nipple clamps. <laughs> and we feel like it is something, yeah, they, they electrocute you in some way but this is what happens when I turn it on. It's got this meter and it just makes all these noises. Yeah, okay, so this is this is something I was actually going to bring in to talk to you guys about because you guys give me grief about not we only... We don't want to come in the dungeon with you. Not only what's in the, the garage which is nothing but also about how I like to turn the wife fly off at night and I don't like to sleep next to my phone. Well, this machine is a contraption that measures, like, electricity and it sort of has no safe distances to be from electricity, so according to the machine. It feels like it could measure... I, sorry, I don't know how to turn this off. It's making a lot we of We pulled things. this out of Ben's pouch of paranoia, <laughs> a.k.a. his bag he brings so to work every day. you can go around, day. you can go, hey, I'm sleeping here, oh, I'm this, this PowerPoint, so oh, there's on. a bit of electricity. I don't know if I believe you, because I'm holding it up to my microphone... And I've turned it on. It depends what you need to turn it's on. It's doing nothing. Ways. Now, Jono, hold out your penis. Put it, put it, no. <laughs> Please let me get it near there. Put it next to, put it next to, put it next to. And when to. I do it near Jono's junk, it's going off. This which is, makes this me is think clearly just, no, this is not, you turn this into something that's not. It's just part of my paranoia. I got given this machine. Uh, do you believe so him, what is it? what is it? I, I put my tinfoil hat on and I go around the house. <laughs> it's called the it's called the Trifield Meter, the 100 XE. Yeah. And so what, do you just wander around your house like a crazy man holding this up to, what, what? TVs and... TVs or, or just, microwaves? You see some of the readings you get off stuff, mate. 
when things are on, when things are off. You're, you're, right. you're, right. you're, you're right. working in a radio studio. <laughs> oh, no. That's why I thought I'd bring it in there to check out like, what it's doing to us. Well, what is this, it doing to us? This is worse than a nuclear power plant in here. <laughs> You'd be better off being in a, a bomb site in North Korea. You're probably right. We are transmitting a lot of electricity Great. right Don't now. Don't tell Nat we'll start wearing a full tinfoil suit. <laughs> we'll be wearing it in all our videos, ruining our social meds. Wrapped up like a burrito tomorrow. <laughs> wow, <studio. we. laughs> well, what? How often are you using this well, thing? Like, it's I, very annoying. Like I used it once when I got it around the house. Okay, so it's got different settings. Yeah. It's, so it's a square box and it's got a meter reader on it and you can turn it to... Um, a magnetic range, mm. an electric range, or a microwave oh, range. Oh, you should see if you go out under the power lines. Whoa. <laughs> Off the chart. But what are you going to do? <laughs> You're just going to be like, oh, that's... Well, oh. I, won't, I won't stand here for too long, I guess, is probably the thing. But it's around your house you can work out where maybe you want to put your bed, you if know, you're paranoid like me. You know he doesn't sit next to a cell phone. Turn it off. What? Turn yeah. off the cell phone at night. Um, flight mode. Oh, that's night. why you never text me back. And often I'll turn off the Wi-Fi, and Amanda gets very upset with that. You turn the Wi-Fi off. Yeah, well, we don't know what it's. So I think it's going to be like this. You know how people used to smoke back in the day, and they're oh like, "Ah, oh, it's fine." God. And then they're like, "This wasn't good." I was like, "Maybe the Wi-Fi is the thing." Ben, you're not. I don't live know how forever, you go mate. through life. <laughs> you're not going to live forever, you mate. So I'll be able to refresh your Instagram fast. <laughs> me for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, I'm still. So convinced. the Wi-Fi's off in my garage, guys. If you want to come to my garage, there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, that, that, again. You don't. Bet y'all see this in there. I reckon that's a lie. <laughs> He's like, there's also no cell phone coverage as well, so you can't call for help. <laughs> well, there you go. There's Ben's uh, gadget corner. Won't be back. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Jono's uh, popped out of the room right now. Not sure where he is. Yeah, we started because we're scared because she's here. She's the oldest stripper in New Zealand. Please welcome Fire Lips. Oh. Fire Lips. How's it going? Is here. Where's the bald one? <laughs> Where's the bald one? I want to know if the carpet bloody matches the drapes. <laughs> he pops he, out when you yeah. get here. Yeah, my, my drapes match the carpet. I look like a soggy yak has just come out of a lake. So if you can't see this, because obviously this <laughs> yeah. is the radio, this is Fire Lips, she's an older stripper. Who looks, older stripper. Um, well, okay, how do you describe Fire Lips? He's uh, wearing a yellow, well she, sorry, is wearing a yellow dress. A blonde curly wig with like a posh bice long in the front, short in the back, yeah. and he's sipping on. And what have you got today, Violet? Sucking back on a Pinot Gris, doll. I, I don't mean a, a bad way, but you look like Jono in a wig and a, and a wig and a dress. Wow, that's mean to Jono. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just yeah. as a description. Listen, completely different people. <laughs> yeah. I've slid down more poles than a retired firefighter. <laughs> up and down, up and down. <laughs> I've had more. More money deposited in my knickers than an ATM machine. <laughs> I think I've lost some up there. I think I've got enough for a house deposit. You know, Please don't look for it now. If you've got a question, uh, Phylips is here to give you life advice. Yeah, so not good life edge. advice because yeah. you, you don't put money into an ATM machine. But anyway. 0800 <laughs> the edge or text us to 3343 hey, right now. When I, was, when I was dancing for you in the water lappers, <laughs> bony oyster. <laughs> yeah. You had no complaints. <laughs> okay. No, 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 okay. You're right. We've got a caller already for you, Firelips. Erin uh, is on 0800 The Edge. What's your question for Firelips, babe? Erin! Where are you, doll? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, what's Bye. your question, doll? Um, my dad has been single for a while and he's finally ready to get back in the dating scene. Yeah. But he doesn't want to do it the traditional way. He's a bit nervous about just going to a bar and talking to women. Ah, how does your dad, who's nervous and single, go about meeting new people? Tell him to come see me down at the treasure chest and I'll bloody turn his life upside down. Grant, your dad, Grant, Sharon. No, it's not my dad. <laughs> Is your dad it's Grant? Not my dad. Grunter? 
Don't yeah, Grunter. No, this isn't your dad, but I remember when I was in Timaru. Is he a lawn bowler? <laughs> oh, I was at the annual Poles and Bowls <laughs> <laughs> fundraising event. That gave him... <laughs> Gave him a burning inferno, very special manoeuvre. <laughs> oh, jeez. Apologies oh, for God. anyone. Generous okay. tipper. Very generous tipper, Grant. Apologies to Grant Let's for this on. slander. Zach is on 0800 The Edge. Zach, what's your question for Fire Lips? Um, what one of her lips are on fire? Oh, yeah, there's a family show. <laughs> but the ones in my face, though. <laughs> okay, I always say to all of my clientele, a moment with Fire Lips will leave you with a burning sensation. <laughs> that's my promise and that's my guarantee. Done at any time. And uh, your pre-sanctioned question, actually, Zach, <laughs> was oh, meant oh, to be... getting pre-sanctioned questions pre-sanctioned, out. Yeah, but it's like North Korea. Oh, you're uh, looking at the text machine, so what's the, yeah. what's the text that's come through? Yeah. I want to change my look, Fire Lips. What do you suggest <laughs> I do? Great question. Don't change your look, doll. You be you. But what I will offer, a little beauty tip. Vaseline. Okay. Vaseline, I get some very severe chafing on the inside of my thighs. <laughs> Rub some Vaseline on there. I'm greasier than a used car salesman wearing a seal suit. <laughs> All right, okay. there we go. Fire lips for another right, week. Thanks babe. for coming in. Fire lips, i got one last question. What's up, babe? <laughs> yeah? What's going on? I've got some pelvis to grind, doll. Time's money. <laughs> What's your question? I'm, so- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay, fire lips. <laughs> What's the, what's the best Pinot Gris? I'm loving this Oyster Bay I'm sucking down on at the moment. But do you reckon cask or bottle? Oh, cask any time of the day. Flop a cask, you've got me dead. All right, okay. All right, I'm there out we of go. Here. Fire lips, so we'll, we'll give we'll Jono back in. Still in for your booking, doll? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. All I'll right, be there. Don't later, worry man. about that. All right. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. It was our Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's first day back at work today and uh, somehow she's managed to cram us into her busy schedule. Woo-hoo! Jacinda, how's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you guys? Oh, mate, bloody well. Good to hear from you, Jacinda. <laughs> Thank you. I was the... only I had this much enthusiasm when I spoke to everyone on the phone. Uh, <laughs> a, you could just get us down to Parliament and we can be your journalists and just ask pre-sanctioned North Korea-style questions <laughs> right. that you're happy with and we all, we all have a fun time. <laughs> or you could just ask the hard ones I get asked, but with that kind of tone of voice, yeah. you know, just thanks. Hey, Jacinda, so I've just come back from maternity leave two weeks ago, but my son is seven months old. You've gone back at six weeks. What's your first day being back? Because I had like a really weird kind of anxious feeling leaving him. Tyson, have I got that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus, you're good. She's done a research. You're good. Well, mine hasn't hasn't actually really left me. In fact, she's sitting next to me now. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, well, that's one of the... And I keep saying I'm so lucky. So, of course, you know, I'm here doing the job. I've just come up for a press conference. But um, I have the space where Clark can have her here. So um, he rolls her in for feeds and then rolls her out again. That's so epic. Because I was thinking about this, and I I hope that you don't think that this is an invasive question because I don't mean it to be at all. But is it... Do you feel a lot of pressure because there's so many people that watch every single thing that you do with your daughter? Do you feel pressure to be seem to be breastfeeding and seem to be doing all these different things so that people can't kind of come down on you? Oh, yeah, no, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, because you know all the things that are meant to be best and you want to be the best you can be. But I actually, I think I just feel the same pressure everyone does 
you know, um, you've you've got to make sure that um, you're just doing the best by you and your baby, and and that's all anyone can ask. And you have to try and ignore everything beyond that because not everyone knows your story. Exactly. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Jacinda. Sharon's hit you with big questions. I'm going to hit you with a big question, Clark. Do you guys not want? Do you guys not want to keep talking about breastfeeding? No, I want to hit you with the, <laughs> the, the big. The, I find it so interesting. It's, 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 making, it's making Ben all anxious and nervous. I've got another big question. Clark's beard. What are we thinking about Clark's beard? Are we liking the beard? Because well, I, I like the beard, but what about you? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's there, isn't he? You can hear you. I have to, I'm going to be honest. Um, I did after a couple of days, and then it didn't go away, and a couple more days, and it still hadn't gone away. I did say to him... Um, is that beard staying? And he said, well, there is a way to get rid of the beard. Um, when I go spearfishing, the beard gets in the way of my snorkel. So ah. if you want me to shave it off, I might need to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you've gone back to running the country, but I need to go spearfishing. <laughs> but um, no, it's probably going to stick around. Thankfully, he's kind of trimmed up the bottom now, so it doesn't look as much like a... Lumberjack. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I was thinking, sorry, I like asking my boring mum chat questions, but what has been the biggest, most surprising thing for you since having Neve? How long newborns could go without pooing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Incredibly surprising. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny you say that because that, that's what John and Ben asked me when I came in during maternity leave. And I was like, nobody told me that he was going to pull over his balls and I'd have to clean it off. Like, it's <laughs> it's the things that no one tells you is terrifying, right? You know, you're talking to the Prime Minister right now, Sharon. <laughs> it's it's just, like, I don't think I've ever described it. I'm yeah. worried about just talking about poo, but you're fucking yeah. 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 Sharon. Can't imagine just sitting there going, yeah, that's what. Well, she doesn't your well, she, I know that you're thinking it. I know you're thinking it. You must have been given. Yeah, I've got a girl. <laughs> well, apart from that part. All right, Jacinda, your first day back at work, how many emails, how many LinkedIn requests did you have to clear this morning? <laughs> um, I've got people, actually, I'll be honest, guys, I have people that help me with that. I used to do it all myself right up until I was the deputy leader of the Labour Party, and that's a lot of emails. Yeah. Um, but when, do, yeah. like, do world leaders like just email you at blimmin Jacinda underscore Ardern at gmail.com? <laughs> <laughs> Not an email, um, by the way. I do, I do, te- I do have text. Exchange with with a few of them. But, yeah. you, did you text mm. Donald Trump? Oh. No, not not him. Who was your coolest congratulations text from? Well, do you know, I actually it was a letter, and um, because maybe I'm old fashioned, I love a good uh, I love a good old fashioned piece of snail mail. But the letter from um, Megan Markle because <gasps> she wrote it, and her handwriting is beautiful. Oh so my goodness, well, this is nice. so cool. And they're going to be yeah. here soon, so you can you can see each other in real life and Megan can have a snug. <laughs> watch watch <laughs> some suits or something together. Could well happen. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So does that just yeah, turn up in so. your mailbox like with the Posty Plus catalogue? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just the, put it in the mail. Clark, where'd you put no. that letter from uh, Megan Markle? I just said that. I'd love to talk to you. Um, it's, nice to talk to you it's guys. It's great to have you back. And, of course, all three of us, you know, we're parents if you need us to babysit, so babysit any stage. <laughs> not babysit. We're not a shit babysitting <laughs> service. There's that too. I'm sure we could do either of those things. Yeah. Thank you, team. Talk soon, guys. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.